There are many languages in the Torah about prayer. Prayer has all different forms, all different words, and the many languages for prayer represent different aspects of prayer. Two words, if prayer has different words, to say prayer, they must mean different things. We've discussed many times language, it doesn't need to be repeated right now. If, if to say tefillah and sicha, and they both mean prayer, tefillah and sicha, they're obviously referring to different aspects of prayer. Otherwise, they wouldn't be different letters. The letters represent our powers, our koiches, and if it has different letters and different ways of expressing it, it must be expressing a different thing. We've discussed in English, you can call this a table, and you could also, what would be another name, a desk? Desk and table could be the same thing. The two ways of saying table. Let's have a better word. Table and a, a, however you'd say another way of saying table, even though it's two words, this is not a table. We say table, so when I say that word, you and I know I'm referring to this thing. So we can have four words to say the same thing. It's called in English a synonym. And you can have many, many ways of saying the same thing. Big deal. So you have five ways of saying the same thing. They all mean the same thing. In Lashon Kodesh David Hillel, it's not, Shulchan's not a way you and I know to refer to this. This is a Shin Lamed Chesnun. Shin is a spiritual power. Lamed Chesnun. Anybody who knows what a Shin is, would look at this. Yeah, I see a Shin. Lamed, yeah, Ches and Anun. You could see it, it is what it is. It's a Shulchan. Is this a table, Zevi? No, not at all. When I say table, I'm referring to this. It's not a, there's nothing about this, it's a T-A-B-L-E. I, ju- I just want to talk to you, so whenever I say table, you visualize. I could go whenever I go like this, visualize this. Is this a table? No. There's just a way. When I do this, you think this. When I say table, you think this. There's not a table. Silly to say there's a table. What? Because every letter in the Aleph base is a power, is a force. And this is a shin, lamed, ches. No, that's what it is. It's what it is. If a guy didn't know what this is called and just understood all the letters of the Aleph base would tell you what it is. If a guy never heard mine and your language that we make up, you know, it's very relevant to football. If anybody knows football, they communicate. And the quarterback, they have a whole language. You know, the quarterback, now they have a whole language the other team doesn't understand. So they say, you know, they say boss. You know what boss means? You ever heard a quarterback say boss? You know what boss means? Back on strong safety. He sees the strong safety about to blitz, and he's telling the running back to block the strong So he says, boss, that's his one. They make up tons of these things because they're trying to talk to each other. Now, the whole point is, the, uh, now, does boss mean back on? No, it's just the way I'll use a word, and when I say that word, and they have tons of these words. Whenever I say Mike, safety, it means that the strong safety is about to blitz. Whenever I, they have all, and they have a whole language, 
It's not what it means, it's just by saying these words, every guy in the team, and they have a whole language. They talk, the quarterback pre-snap, is, he's, he talks to offensive linemen, who to, who to block who, he talks to the receivers, he has all different words to say, and he's reading the defense. He's predicting what they're about to do by seeing their formation. And he talks to his team. So when you have words, it's not what they mean. It's, it gives over. I say table. You and I know I mean to refer to this. When I say shulchan, it's not just the way of you and I. It, this is a shulchan. That's what it is. If there are two ways in English, if you have five words for prayer, they could all mean the same thing. In Lush and Kaidish, if you have tefillah and you have sicha, they have to be referring to a different thing. Now, there are many words in the Torah for prayer. If you're curious about this topic, Reb Pincus, who was Mekair of Raifarkas, who loved Raifarkas a lot, the Helga Reb Pincus was a big person. I saw with these eyes, loved our Rabbi Farkas. And Reb Pincus, Reb Pincus wrote a sefer on prayer. And he writes 12 different languages of prayer. It's a beautiful, I recommend it. Sha'arim B'tfilah is the name. I believe they even have it in English. Better to read it in Hebrew. And in Sha'arim they anything you can learn in Lush and Kodesh is like to say it's richer, is like the joke of the century. Lush and Kodesh, you're learning a language that says things much more exact. And holy, it, this is a shulchan. I want to read the word shulchan. I don't want to read table. I, it's very hard to learn a sefer in English. I want the word that's ah. Lashem Kaidish is like mamish kishmak. You said the thing itself. The bottom line is, is that in Sha'arim B'Tfilah, in a sefer, he goes through many expressions of prayer and tells you what it's referring to on prayer. We call prayer lehispalel. What does Pilel mean, guys? What does it mean, Lehispalel? What? What did you say, Martha? Judge, thank you. It means to judge. Pilel means to judge. Biflilim, Biflilim means in court. In the Torah, the word Biflilim means in court. Pilel means to judge. Pilel more accurately, Lehispalel is reflexive, not to get too diktuki on you, but Lehispalel is to self judge. Why is prayer judging oneself? That's weird. I'm thought I'm asking Hashem things. Lehispalel is to self judge. Isn't that funny? That lehispalel means to self judge. That's fascinating. I'm asking Hashem things. Why is it called I'm judging myself? Very interesting. That lehispalel means to self judge. It means to judge oneself. I have pshatim. I'm not convinced I want to go into that right now. Why tefillah lispalel means to judge oneself. That you're judging oneself. But pilel means to judge. One of the words for tefillah that all different is in this week's parsha is Yitzchak Avinu. In this week's parsha, Yitzchak Avinu composes tefillah's mencha. And the language of Tfilas Mencha is Vayetze Yitzchak Lasuach Basada. Yitzchak went to do Sicha. Sicha means to talk. Basada. Yitzchak went to talk in the field. Yitzchak was composing. This is Tfilas Mencha. Avram Chazal tell us made Tfilas Shachris. Yitzchak composed Tfilas Mencha, and Yaakov Avinu composed Tfilas Meiriv. 
all the three prayers. Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, Avram is Shachris, Yitzchak is Mincha, Yaakov is Mayrib. There is a lot on that. What is the nature of Shachris, Mincha, Mayrib? There are three wildly different prayers. Shachris and Mincha, Mayrib. Different essence, a totally different type of prayer, all three. It's interesting. Some people struggle with Shachris, some with Mincha, Mayrib. They're all three types of prayers composed by three different people. And it's the three prayers, Shachris, Mincha, Mayrib. In this week's parasha, Yitzchak composes Mincha. We actually learn... Chazal tell us what was Yitzchak davening for? A shidduch. Lezois Yispalo, Luzi Yitzchak was davening for a shidduch. Lezois Yispalo, Kol Chasid Leis Mesoi. A Sadik should always be davening for a shidduch. It says from the time a guy is pretty young, your age, you should already be davening for shidduchim, Avada, for a healthy girl. Healthy, tzadikas, wonderful mother for your children. Every chassid davens for this. Chazal tell us Yitzchak was in the sud and he was praying for a shidduch. So Yitzchak went to do sicha in the field. Lifnais erev towards the evening. Mincha time shloima. And what happened? He raises his eyes. And behold, the camel's coming. His shidduch right there. Shimi, we learn from this that the most powerful of all the prayers is Mincha. Mincha is very potent. Of all the prayers, Avram Davin Shachris, Yaakovinu Davin Mayrid, it's the time in the Torah, everything's exact. Yitzchak Davin Mincha, and he looks up, and there's his shidduch. Like, lo and behold, Yadavin Shemi, the next, we'll daven right after this Musavad. We'll daven Shemnesri. Imagine Shimler heard he learned that he's supposed to daven for a shidduch. Shemi starts davening, and right after, like a fine family comes with their daughter, Mamish, like Mamish, right after Shems. Yitzchak Avinu davens for a shidduch. Yitzchak goes to daven in the field. Lift my Arif towards evening, Mencha time. And right, he opens his eyes, and there it is, the answer to his prayers. Rivka Imenu, his shidduch's right there. We learn that Mencha has tremendous potency. What? That's a very good question. That's a very, very question. He did say a prayer. There's something called the Tfilas Nedava. Something called Tfilas Nedava. But Eliezer did say a prayer. Yes. He gets, I'm saying he gets the shit up before he died in Mecca. He's died in Mecca. The shit up already happened. There's on the list. Good time. Good time. Good time. Good time. Good time. And we learn from here the special potency of Tfilas Mencha. Doivi, this sugya, very good question. This sugya, Shloima, this sugya of what's so powerful about Mencha, Tzviki, is, is, a, is, a, is a long sugya. I want to give the most simplistic answer, Shloima. I want to speak simplistically what Mencha is and what the power. I am not saying the whole sugya. And there's much, much, much more to study on this matter. I want to give something simplistic, what Mincha is. 
describe it to you, describe why specifically Mincha is called Sicha, of all the things, Shemi, listen to what we're going to do. We're going to describe what is Mincha, the essence of Mincha, why it's called Sicha, why it's called Sicha, and, and why it's so potent. That's what I want to do. And what I want to say, Hever, like this. Sicha, the word Sicha means to talk. Do you know in Shas, Sicha, it says that, um, Sicha means conversation, to shmuz. That's what Sicha means. You ever see, I think a lot of people, you see people diving, and if it's a big mistake people make, you see people diving and they're shuckling. And they're <laughs> Did you ever talk like that to a friend? I think a very big trick of prayer is to talk like you talk to a friend. My name is Daniel. I wanted to talk to you something. Hashem, something's on my mind. I, in full sentences. Hashem, I want to talk to you about something. There's something I'm very worried about. If I could please talk to you, Hashem, about it. And talk. Mamish, like you talk to your friend. Mamish. Mamish. Hashem, I want to talk to you a few minutes. Something on my mind, so I want to discuss. You talk to Hashem like that. Mencha, in the middle of the day, the following is the challenge of Mencha. Shachras is before you begin the day. You check in with Hashem, you establish what you're about, your essence. Shachras is no matter where I go, what I do today, but I check in, this is what I'm about, mission statement, you Hashem are what I think about. Shachras, the beginning of the day, before you get involved in your activities, you establish Hashem is the essence of your day. That's Shachras. Mayriv represents Emunah. Mayriv is when there's the least clarity. It's Mayriv, it's dark outside, there's a lot of confusion. And amidst all the confusion, the Yid breaks through and talks to Hashem. Shachris Mayriv are two different prayers. Mencha is the middle of the day, while I'm busy with everything, and it's a very hard prayer for people. People find themselves in the middle of work, so busy, so turrid, so involved, in so much and in the middle of everything I stop and turn to Hashem I am recognizing while it looks like I have all these powers and strengths and I'm so busy I can do nothing without Hashem the realization that profoundly involved in every aspect of my life is Hashem and I stop in the middle of all my activities Menchas during the activity times it's still in the work hours. And bedavka, middle of the hours that people are busy, all workplaces, it's fascinating the minyanim that take place in businesses and they stop and have mencha. Even in kailim, even in yeshivas, the, the, in the middle of the whole day, I'm so busy with so many things. There's something to say that in the middle of everything, that humility, that recognition that everything's Hashem, I want to say that specifically by Mincha, where I'm working on the practical part that Hashem is part of my life, in the most practical, realistic, real sense, the language that Yitzhak Davin Mincha was Sicha, was conversation. Bidafka, the prayer that shows more than any other prayer. There are times when Mincha, your mom is in the middle of a hundred things. 
Who's running all these things? Who gives you siyata deshmaya? How can you even be successful all these things? Menachos, that prayer that we acknowledge in middle of all our work activities that I need you, Hashem, it's all from you, Hashem. The practical aspect of Hashem being part of our lives is expressed in a prayer that's called sicha, conversation. I'm talking to Hashem. It's real. It's authentic. It's part of my life. The prayer that Mo shows Hashem runs this world is mashkiach and is involved in this world. The prayer that Mo signifies that is the prayer we are in the middle of the work hours, you pause and you acknowledge Him. In the middle of the work hours, I understand before you begin, pay homage before you begin. After you're done, thank Him. To say, in the middle of, I'm busy now. <laughs> I'm busy now. I'm in the middle of function. No, right in the middle. You know, my analogy is the phone call to your wife in the middle. On the way to work, a guy calls his wife. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Besides, he hasn't gone to work yet. Dear, I'm thinking about you. After work, you're on the way home. Dear, I'm excited. I'm coming home. The guy in the middle of the work day calls his wife. You're, you're, you're important beyond. I don't have it. You're with me in everything. In the middle of work, in the middle of all the activities, the guy who goes to Hashem and prays in the middle of the work activities, Mencha, lift nice Arab before the evening. It's not yet evening. He's still in the daylight hours. He's still in the middle of the hours of serious operation. And he stops it all to talk to Hashem. He's acknowledging that, I, that nothing happens without Hashem. He's acknowledging, I'm working, I'm busy, but you're involved, you're important, you're necessary, you're part of everything. That's a potent prayer of Mencha. The prayer, who makes the prayer of Mencha? Yitzchak. Yitzchak's the essence, he's a carbon Hashem. He's Kuloi Lashem. He of all the Avais is a carbon. He represents Avaida Yitzchak. Yitzchak is the, is the Spitz Eved Hashem. He's a carbon. His very essence is a carbon Lashem, is a gift to Hashem. Menachos, that prayer that says all my activities connect to Hashem. All my activities need Hashem. All my activities are for Hashem. When you, do, when you stop right in the middle of your activities to talk to Hashem, that's what Mencha announces. I'm fascinated that the language for Mencha is Secha, is conversation. That, it, that the way to express a tefillah, it's not separate from life. It's okay, now I'm going to get... I like when I talk to Bachram about davening, so I love saying, let's go talk to Hashem, let's go. They're so used to daven, like it's a from a thing. Okay, now I'm going to be a little spiritual. I, the guys who know me know the word spirituality, I'm allergic. Don't make me, I don't like the word spirituality. I, I, it's like her, it's life, a cool guy, you're playing basketball, say your prayers. Knock it up, go pray, go. In the middle, in middle of, go talk to Hashem, go talk to Hashem. That in the middle of our day, we have a sicho, we have a conversation. I'm talking to Vigi, I'm going to talk to Hashem for a few. Talk to Vigi, try this. You're talking to your friend. Rabbi say, when we have on Shabbos, guys think I'm like being cute. On Leil Shabbos Friday night, the Hever greets each other. Everybody greets that new guys here always, some Kyle guys, Menachem Glantz, The base Medrash Leil Shabbos is magical. Something's in the air, it's, 
holy and magical. This, this beauty in this room. Guys are greeting each other. Even Hebrew, within everybody Shabbos, we come together. People are schmoozing and enjoying. And then together we pause and we greet Shabbos Kodesh. But the same greeting, the same yeshmak, the same energy, Hashem, welcome Hashem. Shabbos, we're greeting you Hashem on a day that we recognize that we, we stronger focus. You're the creative one, not us. You're the force and power behind everything on this earth. Shabbos Kodesh. But I love that amidst greeting each other, we pause and we greet Shabbos. We greet Hashem. In the middle of the day, I'm busy with this. I pause and I see, I have a conversation with Hashem. I was talking to my boss. I was talking to my coworker. I was so busy. I had a meeting with this bacher, a meeting with Rabbi Yanovsky. Hashem, it's so part of my day, such a reality, so part of my life. My wife worked amongst Goyim for many years. Do you know the most shocking thing to Goyim about a Yid? The most shocking thing to Goyim about a Yid. If you think, my wife worked with Goyim for many, many years. It's the most shocking. There are many religious Goyim, many, and they're super religious. It's amazing how detached from life it is. They do, they're spiritual people. Detached, they separate. They have monks. Do you know the only carbon a guy can bring? What's the only carbon a guy can bring? An oila. What's unique about an oila? It's kula Allah Hashem. Everything's on the Mizbeach. What carbon only a yid is capable of bringing a shlaman? Half goes on the Mizbeach and half you eat as a steak. Connected to my life. Half on the Mizbeach and half I grill with Ariel Sham. I grill a steak. It's so woven into my life. Avoid does not like separate from my life. Like, like I stop and I get a little spiritual. It's so woven into my life. It's so part of who I am. Relationship to Hashem. A loyalist. I live with him. I keep his laws. I, I, I'm involved with him. I'm busy with him my day-to-day life. I don't... Mencha is that prayer within your day that in the middle of your schmoozing, I'm Lasiach. I talk to Hashem. I have with Hashem. It's so woven into life. It's so part of my life. The Goyim, when they see a Yid, they're amazed how part of our lives, how part of our lives it is. I never want a bacher to see it. This base mesh, we learn. We learn Musr and Gemara and, and we dab and we smash. Okay, now, now I leave the place of spirituality and I go to the gym. The gym is yeshiva as much as here. What do you mean? You, you, you say goodbye to Hashem? In the, gym you bring, in the gym is your opportunity. The gym is actually a very strong connection to the base Medrash. The gym is where I get to live everything that I just learned right in here. I want to quickly push it. I want to put it in my life. I want to put it in my life. I quickly put it in. When I pray, I connect the prayer right to my work. It's part of my life. It's part of who I am. Rev Hirsch, this was like a huge theme of Rev Hirsch. He called this Tyrim Derech Eretz. Rev Hirsch called this Tyrim Derech Eretz. That he didn't want a detachment. There's Torah, there's spirituality, if you will. And then, okay, there might, no, no, no. Hashem wants from us kihem chayenu, a life of loyalty, a life where He's with us, a life where mikad Hashem shemaim. These words, if you had like words for our yeshiva, words for Rev Hirsch, 
words that like signify the name of this shmuz is b'chol masecha da'eyu. In all your actions, no Hashem. B'chol masecha da'eyu. In all your actions, no Hashem. Live as a sincere, authentic Ever Hashem. To me, what symbolizes, what represents b'chol masecha do'eyu in all your actions, no Hashem, zetfilas mencha. That's mencha. We're like I was in the middle of four things, and you, like the guy in one second he's busy. Then you talk, uh, partner. I can picture the guyish partner and his partner all the sons davening mencha. Shachras before he goes to work. Ma'ariv's after he's home. Mencha, like all the partners are seeing. Hey, where did Yolish go again? Bob and Brenna and all the other dudes in the office. Where did Yolish go? Oh, he's praying. Uh, what? Who? What? We have a meeting. We went to him. We're coming to him. He's talking to Hashem right now. It's so in middle. It's so part. It's so connected to the rest of our lives. It doesn't stay separate. You don't. It's bedafka lifnais erev before the evening when you're in middle. That is Tfilas Mencha. It fascinates me that the language of Yitzchak during Mencha, Secha, is a language of talk, of conversation. Because it's so part of our lives, it's so natural. I was talking to him, now I have a Secha with Hashem. Oh, now, he's a, now he has a Secha with Hashem. Now he has a conversation with Hashem. It's so part of his life. It's so involved in his life. This, this point, Rabbi say. What we're striving for for us all, what we're striving for us all, is that the Torah and Avodas Hashem becomes part of who we are, becomes part of our life. I want a guy, when he deals with his wife, if you realize, we speak a lot about being a good father and a good husband. We're talking about being an Eved Hashem, instead of just being a spiritual man. When you learn Torah, when you connect, now be godly. Now go home and, and, and live with Hashem. Now go home and be soft and patient and understanding because you're studying Hashem, because you spoke to Hashem, because you're connected to Hashem, because you're trying to be godly. Connect it. Bring it home with you. Let it become you. Let it be part of you. We sing in yeshiva a lot. I know, I know, I know. We sing that song. We'll sing in a minute. Such an important song, Identity. Identity, it's what we are. It's not something we do and practice. That song represents the opposite to me of spirituality. Like some, my spiritual moments, my essence, my identity. Akiva Bozans is speaking a lot on Shabbos about who we are, what we're about, what I do. I'm not Kodshabrichu. It's not, I don't do spiritual acts. My very identity, what Hashem wants from us is a lifetime of commitment, of sincerity, authenticity, and Ever Hashem. To me, all of that is very much firmly implanted in Tfilas Mincha. That prayer in the middle of the day to me represents that. I'd like to sing and then share one more verse before, of course, we dive in Mincha. There's one, there's one day you don't want to give Musa and like go over into Mincha on a day that you spoke all about Mincha. <laughs> Wa na wa na wa.
spoke about Mencha. I want to talk quickly before Mencha. Chaimel, could you pass the Gemara Gitan? I have a Kasha Shimler. I have a Kasha for you. If you get, yeah, if you get, I want an answer from Shimler and then anybody else. I'll give, I'll reward handsomely a good answer. You ready, Shimler? Okay. Shemler, the following kasha. It's very relevant to me for all the chevra who knows me well, knows me and Yisrael Mayer the last six weeks. Me and Yisrael Mayer the last four to six weeks, six weeks, have a new pet hamster. And me and Yisrael take care. We feed this pet. I, he's the fattest hamster I've seen because we both love feeding him and we seem to double up on the food, and he's like a Zaftiga hamster. He's doing well, this guy. <laughs> you know, like a Jewish mother has like such nachas when the kids eat. I never understood that. Like a kid does a mitzvah, does a big feat, is strong, is a good boy. A Jewish mother has nachas when the kids eat. It's the cutest thing. But I really relate to it. When this hamster eats, I just feel good. It's a little, it's weird. I'm sorry. Okay, but the, the Mitzvah says that we're feeding this guy a lot. So I want, this question is specifically, I want some answers, Hebra. The Gemara in Gittin. The Gemara in Gittin says as follows. The Gemara daf. Gemara daf samach beis in Gitten. It's a few places in Shas. The Gemara says like this: Amr Rav Yudah Marav. Shemuel, listen. You get the first shot at the answer. Amr Rav Yudah Marav. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav. Aser loy laadam sheyita im klum. It is forbidden to eat at all. At sheyiten machal lebemtais till you feed your animal. I come home from yeshiva. I'm typically hungry. I come home from yeshiva. You don't want to come home too hungry. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orbach, before he walked into his house, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orbach wasn't so into Elamazeh. He wasn't so into it. But Talmidim saw once in a while he'd eat some cookies in his car and it was way out of character. Shlomo Zalman wasn't the cookie monster. He wasn't, he wasn't handling cookies. And Rabbi Shlomo Zalman was eating cookies. You know what they found out? When he went home, Schimler, he wanted patience for his family. Now, why is the kids meshubah that you're, if you're hungry, you're not exactly patient and kind? You're like, hey, you bring out the food. That guy wants to be calm with his, his wife, wants to tell him about her day. The, the kids want to run up and talk and run and play. Yisrael wants to fly around the house. The guy got to catch him. He's got to catch me. We got to circle around a few times. So Shlomo Zalman wanted to be available emotionally for his kids. So he would eat a couple of cookies sometimes on the way home. 
This way, when he got home, he was like fully focused. It wasn't like just, what's what's up? Calm down. So, so, so maybe it's Kedai not to go home too hungry. But you get home hungry, there's a halacha. The halacha lozi is, you're not allowed to eat anything. It says you're not allowed to taste anything. Until you feed your animal. Tell that hamster, that plump, fat guy, eats his, eats his stuff. It's usser, you're not allowed to eat. You come home, you want to sit down to some fu- supper. First, you, f- you feed Federico. Oh, that's, I think, Yisrael May called him Federico. Federico <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Till you, feed, <laughs> till you feed the hamster, you're not allowed to eat. It's learned from Psukim. Says in Kriyashma, Venasati Asev, Besadchal of Emtecha, Shimler has a nice dog in his house. You're not allowed to eat till you feed the animal. Like it says, Venasati Asev, Besadchal of Emtecha. And then it says, What were you saying, Shims? Avada. Stach state, Venasati Asev, Besadchal of Emtecha, Vahadav Achalta, Besavata. Only knock them. Eat and be satisfied. You have to feed your animal first. To feed your animal first. Feed your animal first. After you feed your animal, then you're allowed to eat. Why do you think Hashem, who's more important, a human or an animal? So what are you feeding your animal first? It's a good idea of Chazal. Because when you're not hungry, you're not going to feed him properly. So brilliant. Hashem is so smart. Anybody have a shop hungry? When you shop hungry, stuff like comes off the shelf. I promise, there's a, there's a, it's like in shop, right? You ever, on a fast day, you ever go, you don't have to pull anything off the shelf. On fast days, things just jump into your cart. Before, you didn't even have like when, when did this, I don't know. I'm telling you, fast day, you don't even have Things just fly in. Your cart fills up on a fast day. Just start with two. Have sense. On fast days, things are magnetic. They go right into your car. Because you're not hungry. You're hungry, you shop, you shmack. You have a shop and you're full. You have to like the kaishi, you're like tugging stuff off the shelf. They're stuck on the shelf. You're not hungry, things don't tempt you. You're and hungry, things fall, come off the car. Brilliant of Hashem that he said, feed your, feed your animal before you eat. You're good and hungry, you give Frederick. You know why he's, he, he's so big. Because I come home from Yeshiva, I'm hungry. See, your mom is feeding the shmak. You know, you're hungry, you relate to him. It's, it's a good way of remembering to feed him. If you're full and nobody needs food, you're not eating till he eats. You're good and hungry, you, your mom is load him up, you, you relate. So Hashem said, Yo, be hungry while you're feeding your animal. Very geschmack. Very geschmack what Hashem wants. Be hungry while you feed your animal. The second you're satisfied, you're not thinking about food, you're not even going to feed him. When you're hungry, you remember Frederico's hungry too. What's the dog's name, Schimmler? Tubi. Tubi. When we're hungry, so you remember Tubi's hungry. If we're all full... If, is it Tubi 60? Schimmler. If we're, if we're hungry... If we're hungry, so then we remember to be 60 is hungry too. Where's the 60? Excellent. To be 60. More than To be or not to be. Okay. Schimmler. 
See here, this halacha, Shemi, you got the halacha down, clear. It's, t- it's almost time to do, we got to do this fast. Everybody has the halacha, you got to eat yourself, you feed your animal, and then you're at Shlomi, you got the din, you feed, isn't Hashem smart? When you're hungry, you'll remember Shlomi to feed to be 60. If you're all satisfied, food, what? You're not thinking about food. You're hungry, feed to be 60 first. Food, food, ah, I got to feed my animal. My kids complain. It's the funniest thing. If you're ever tired, everybody around you. I tell my kids, you're probably so tired. Like, Dad, we're not tired. You're tired. If you haven't tired, like, everybody looks tired. If you're hungry, everybody needs to eat. If you're all full, like, nobody needs food. That's how we, we project our own things. So um, Hashem is so... Hashem gets us. It's, like, frightening. It makes sense. He did make us. When you're hungry, you're free to be 60 when you're hungry. Amazing, then. Rabbi say, that's that's a Gemara Gittin, Dav Samach Beis Amaral. If you got the Gemara Gittin, Shimler, yes. you're going to keep it. Toby's going to be happy. You learned this Gemara. Excellent. That's the din. Of course you do. We're, we're tired of the What's the, what's Sadna? So Samach Beis Shimler. Now, for this week's parsha, I want you to ask it at the Shabbos table. Don't let two be sixty hear this at your Shabbos table, Shimler. I want you to ask your family the following: I'd rather you come to my Shabbos table. I'd rather steal you this week. We'll see if your parents give a shush. I want to, but it, any Shabbos table you're at. I want you to discuss Shemler, I want you. But I want you to discuss Shemler, the following kasha. Just make sure to have food at home for 2B60 if you're not home. Shems. In Gemara Gittin, it says you feed your animal before you eat yourself. Comes Parshas Chayisare. And Eliezer wants to see who the right Shidduch for Yitzchak Avinu is. And he davens for Hashem, let me meet a very kind girl. And he davens for Hashem, and he says, the first girl, I'm going to ask for a little to drink. And she's going to say, I'm going to give you the drink and your camels. She's the right one. I'm going to ask for a little. She's very sensitive. She says, you don't just need a little. You need, your animals need. And the right girl, who's such a balas chesed, really detects somebody's needs, that's the one I want. You, you have to picture Eliezer's like this. Eliezer's an evid. I picture, I picture Chez. A guy's like muscles protruding. <sighs> Elias is an Evan. He's a powerful, Yitz, like, a guy like Yitzi. He's like a schmack, a strong guy. Eliezer. Rifki Main was a young girl. It's like comical. Eliezer the Evid, the shmaka, muscular Evid. You know what it means to feed Gemalim? You know how much water? Somebody look up on Siri. Let's go. How much water do camels drink a day? To feed a camel, you ever see the hump they, I can't imagine. They're a desert animal. Those things drink. Federica like takes two sips. I assure you a gum will drink much more than that, my I think they drink a day. When they drink, how much? Up to 20 gallons. 30 gallons. 30 gallons. 20 gallons. Machloik is the two sides. What side are you on? Machloik is this phone against this phone. What? 20? Do I have a 30, 40, 50? Like, I feel like we have, it's, it's, it's Chaim Guri's phone and Ellie's phone against Yehudas and David Hills. Let's go. Machloik is 20 gallons. You know how much 20 gallons is? This, this thing over the urn here is how many gallons? How many gallons is this? The urn here is how many gallons? 53 gallons? Three minutes, Rabbi. 
Yeah, how, it's going, how many gallons? Right, Russ, about how many gallons? Looks like around two, three gallons. Picture this, you're drawing the water. This is maybe two gallons. 53 gallons in three minutes. This is a young girl, there are many camels, not one camel. And this young girl, so listen to this, Eliezer comes and he says, She's drawing some water, a little girl. He says, Can I have a sip? She rushes and she says, You drink and your camels drink also. And she gives me to drink, and she feeds the camels as well. She feeds the camels as well. She feeds him. She feeds the camels. Now, she worked her kishkas off. The whole scene is like a little... Any observer would say this girl, it's not going like this. You have like the muscular guy with all his animals, chiseled. Usually the evid is like sunburned. He's out there. He's, he's like carrying the donkeys. And she's a little girl. She's flying back and forth, feeding gallons and gallons and gallons. It's like a little bizarre, but she's kind. And she sees he just traveled. She wants to give the Evid a break. She gives him to drink and then his gemalim to drink. Shimler, she, she broke the halacha. Gamal, before a person. Gemara getting. The Gemara says, Asalai ladam shiitam klum shiitam achla behemtai. And Rifke Menu first feeds him. He should have broken the shidduch on this. Should have said, uh uh-uh. uh. She fed. She fed Rif, she fed Eliezer, and then afterwards she feeds the Gamams, the Psukim. She says, drink, and then I'll feed the animals. Uh oh. So Shemi says to your own animals. Shimmy says to your own animals, you have to feed the animal for you. Somebody else, it's very hard for me to accept that because if he's mechoyed to feed the animal first, what are you giving him to drink? He's not allowed. And you could say, you could say like Shemmy, that the whole purpose is you'll feed the animal properly if she's feeding it as long as she doesn't drink. Elias, you drink, you'll be full. I'm taking care of it. You're not feeding it anyway. According to that reason we gave that Hashem wants you to feed your animal and you're thirsty, Eliezer's not feeding the animal, she is. So she's allowed to give him to drink first. Brilliant, Shemler. Intelligent. You hear the... Shemmy Shemmy David Brain. Excellent, intelligent answer. If the whole purpose is you're thirsty when you feed, at the point he's not feeding, he's allowed to drink first. He's not feeding anyway. So drink first. Uh, she has it. She shouldn't drink till it. She's saying, I'm taking over your responsibility. So you drink. You're not let taste anything till you feed the animals. And he had Ooh. Some of the achrayim and the friendship in food and drink. It's a little bit dachuk says, to taste. Very nice. I believe it's a very Thaler quoted the Magad Avram that a drink you're allowed to give, you're allowed to give first. Some taina that the Evid was half dying. He just came from the desert. You first relieve his sar. She gave him a little to drink. Then she fed the animals in full. The lushen, 
The Lushan is Funny, the Lushan reminded me of Shimi, because she said, say and to your Gemalim Ashka, I will give to drink. She doesn't say your animals will drink. She said, I'll give them to drink. It's a little like Shimi. You drink, I'll feed your animals. If you're feeding your animals, I'm going to give them to drink, so you could drink first. You're not taking care of them. I'm, she can't drink till they drink. You can, I'm taking the achrayis. I'm taking, you don't have an issue to you. You're not feeding them today. If you're telling your neighbor to feed the animals that day, she says, it's on me. That's what she did. She could say, you can give your animals for a day to somebody else. Yeah, he's in charge. He has the achrayis of feeding, so he can give it to somebody else. At the point, somebody, if somebody else takes achrayis for Frederica, so I'm not letting it eat till they feed it. To, I'm not feeding it today. You are. That's what Shemi says. The lushen of drink, the gamgmalech ashke. And to your animals, I, she doesn't say, and then your animals will drink. I'll give to drink. Ashke, I'll give to drink. I'm taking care of it. You can drink first. So then, I of course. I should have said that. Don't give, don't give me a three. He's not responsible to that. She's saying, the Christ is on me. He's not responsible to that. He was a ladu. Kozman, he's giving to drink. We want him hungry when he feeds his animal. She said, you drink, I'm taking the animals, they're on me. I won't drink till they, she didn't drink till they. He doesn't, I'm a choiv in that. She's allowed to take responsibility today to feed the animal. She said, Ashka, I'm going to take them. Right, Thayla, that answer salad. Don't you like that answer? The answer, Shemi's answer. We asked us, if, if she's in the Kabbalah, is that day for the animals, so that, that's the word of somebody else's animals. I'm the Kabbalah, I'm, I'm giving them to drink today. No, it's if you eat if you're not feeding them today. Some say if you're if it's dangerous. Some say if it's dangerous, you come first. We're talking about a normal case here. Your mom is dangerous. It was he came from the desert. Some achrayim. It could be Darchaim Akosh himself says that answer. That's interesting. He says sar. I don't know if that matters. He says sar. He says pain is different. Could be here was painful. Could be drink is different. I like Shemi's answer a lot that I'm the Kabbalah Now you can... Okay, I wanted to share this, but I don't want a day that we spoke all about Mincha to Miss Mincha. We're davening, whoever could daven with us, we're davening in that corner. Let's get to Musser. Adkan.